Welcome. 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 Welcome to Baseball Mainly. Baseball Mainly. Baseball Mainly. Baseball Mainly. Welcome to Baseball Mainly. Hey, welcome to Baseball Mainly. We're back again for another exciting Tuesday. I'm here with my good friend Tom Mazaway. What's up, buddy? Uh, good to hear your voice, Jess. Yeah, it's good, good to see you. It's good to be seen and not viewed. Yeah, right? it's beautiful. It's been beautiful out, man. It's oh, been man. great. I, my arm's about to fall off. I've thrown batting practice every day for the last <laughs> week to my son, and we are socially distancing. Nobody's up there at, in the batting cages at the high school, so I take a buckle, bucket of Are they open? Yeah, yeah. Bloomfield Hills High School, sure. Nice. And I think the reason is— I thought um, you were sneaking in, jumping the fence. Well, we would. I wouldn't put it beyond us, but no, we're not sneaking in. Everything's open, um, and I think the reason is in Bloomfield there are no parks. The schools are the parks, so you know people are on the track. There are guys out on the football field kicking a soccer ball or throwing a football around, uh, and then there are tons of people playing tennis. And then just Joe and me over at the batting cages. And well, tennis would be a good sport to bring back. I mean, let's talk about social distancing. All you need is a lines judge, a couple of ball kids, ball men, ball women, and two players. Well, I'll tell you what I've, what I've noticed as we walk by those tennis courts. Yeah. There's some good tennis players. You know, when, I, it, when I've tried to play tennis, it looks like pop-ups, right? <laughs> when these people hit the ball, it goes over that net. Barely. Uh, maybe a foot above yeah. the net. And they're they're killing it. Yeah, it's it's, uh, it's impressive. I didn't think anybody other than the pros was that good. It's a great game, man. Yeah, and and it looks like great exercise. Maybe I'll get into it one of these days if my body holds up. Um, anyway, I'm throwing I'm throwing 50, 60 pitches per bucket, and I throw him two and a half buckets, and then he throws to me, and I take about twenty swings, and I'm done. That's it, huh? Yeah. Did you make any good contact? I've been I've been making incredible contact. I'm a great batting practice hitter <laughs> that's good i think it's good did you get a chance to watch uh fox sports last night i hear uh i, I hear some that good stuff on they showed the the famous game the, the monday, monday night, night game with the bird against the yankees 18 million viewers watched that monday night baseball game and we were all introduced and i, I watched it as a yankee fan back in new york but even i was sucked in by the bird the game took an hour and 52 minutes Wow. He rolled through. But the Yankees were in first at that time. And Warner Wolf was there. I remember him calling the game. Bob Euchre was there. It just brought back some great memories uh, checking that out. That was That's fun. You that know, was fun. We only know Warner Wolf here from uh, who was the guy uh, just recently passed away? The Don Imus show. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, uh, he was our sportscaster, like you know Don Shane here yeah, and Bernie Smilovitz. He was our guy over great, there. Great, great voice. We had Marv Albert on Channel Four on NBC on CBS. We had Warner Wolf, and on Channel Seven, who do we have on Channel Seven? It slips my mind. Right. Hey, we're brought to you today by Century Mortgage Lending. That's CenturyMI.com. You can reach him at two four eight two five eight forty nine seventy seven. A uh, great time to refinance, probably. I don't think rates are going to get any lower. And uh, if you're thinking about buying a house when this social distancing is over, I understand that as of the 7th of May, realtors will be allowed to physically show homes as long as no more than four people are on the premises. How about that? 
Yeah, Century Mortgage Lending can get you pre-approved to buy that new home. I bet that there's some great deals out there. Uh, give them a call, 248-258-4977. Talk to Elizabeth or Paul and tell them that you heard about him on Baseball Mainly. Hey, we have somebody on the phone. Good friend of ours. Yeah, a good friend of ours. Really good friend of yours. Yeah, a guy I love. I just love this guy. And a guy who knew the bird. Knew Mark Fidrich, and uh, I want to talk about talk to him about it. So, Jerry, welcome. Hi, how you doing? It's Jerry Lewis from the Detroit Tigers. I'm doing great, thank you. A uh, little uh, free time on my hands these days, a little more than normal, but uh, you know, waiting for the call to go back to Comerica Park and uh, might be coming soon. So, I'm getting a little little excited about baseball. Well, Jerry, you have the world's best job running the Detroit Tiger Fantasy Camp. And if somebody wanted to go to camp, what number would they call? Ah, 313-471-2550. or DetroitTigers.com. You can find us. Uh, we're prominently displayed. And uh, talking about uh, January already, of course, for our next Fantasy Camp, Jess, can you believe it will be our 38th year of doing this? That's amazing. You know, I, I'm playing uh, MSBL ball, and I play in some tournaments. I would not be playing adult baseball had it not been for Detroit Tiger Fantasy Camp. I well, ran into guys there who are playing ball here, and uh, they invited me to play, and I have gotten better to the point where I'm actually an okay guy for my age. You know what I mean? <laughs> hey, uh, I, I saw a video that uh, uh, was put up on uh, on the Facebook yesterday from uh, uh, Mark Salome oh, uh, yeah. of the last Fantasy Camp, and it just makes me want to go back. Uh, you know, watching. Yeah, it, uh, I did uh, watch that yesterday myself, and. Uh, we loved having you. I think you were there 13 or 14 times. That yeah. is a lot, mm-hmm. but doesn't put you in the top 50. No, but I still get it. it's a lot. I get it. I, I'm coming back, Jerry. It's, you know, as soon as, as soon as I can save up a little money, unless unless you want uh, unless you want me to come as a member of the press. Okay. Hey, <laughs> you never know. You, of course, uh, I don't have final approval on that. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, hey, uh, we don't want to get but, you in trouble anyway. Hold on, I want to talk to Jerry. Jerry, Tom Mazaway, long time no here. How are you? Hey, Tom, how are you, pal? Doing wonderful. I, I got to travel to a couple of uh, the fantasy camps as a radio guy, you know, with, with the morning shows here and there, and had a great time. We had John Warden on maybe a month ago. We were talking about all the good times with him down there, and he's like, you know, he's the, the clown prince down there. He's the king. He is. He is the judge of the kangaroo court. Yep. He's hilarious. Anyway, but uh, when you put him on, uh, on on the spot to be hilarious, he's phenomenal. And you know they're all great. I I, I I love baseball. I'm the world's biggest Tigers fan. I got a lot of company there. I know, but and I love all all former Tigers. But uh, hey, he is such a special guy. It is incredible. And uh, uh, the, that the tape we we just watched yesterday uh, is fantastic. We had twenty five. Former Tigers at camp this year, Jeez. which was a, 
a big a big number to say the least. That's so, phenomenal. We also talked very, to Rosie a couple of weeks ago, Dave Roseman, and I know he does <laughs> he does the batting practice pitching at Comerica. You still have those things going, right? Do yes, I, I I certainly have been doing those every year uh, since back in 1996 when I joined the Tigers. Uh, we do a summer camp uh, in in uh, Comerica Park uh, for a weekend. Uh, so a uh, guy wants to throw out the first pitch or watch batting practice. We do all those sort of things. I love entertaining people. Sometimes it's a tour. Sometimes it's a private dinner with a former ball player. Whatever I can set up, uh, I love doing those sort of things. And, uh, hey, Tom, how blessed am I? <laughs> very. We've already said it. Very. And when, we, yeah. when Tom Brookins, uh, he couldn't do the show with us today, I'm like, I told Jess, call Jerry Lewis. Let's yeah. talk about the, the, the Mark Fidrich game from 1976, which Fox had on the air last night. And me, I was in Jersey at the time. I was a Yankee fan, obviously, and watched that game. And how could I not become a Mark Fidrich fan? And I love the Tigers from, like, the 71 All-Star game, watching it that. So I've always been a Tiger guy in the, in the back. But I'm a Yankee guy. But how could I, yeah. we not root for Mark Fidrich that night? What a night that was. Yeah, that was a sensational night. I was not at the game that night, although uh, – I certainly was old enough to <laughs> be there in yep. 1976, but I was a traveling salesman. I actually had a regular job wow. and uh, sold clothing wholesale around the state of Michigan. And it, it's it's rare to remember where you are on a certain night. But yep. I was in a Holiday Inn in Muskegon, Michigan, of all places. And uh, I watched that game on, on television, uh, Warner Wolf, yeah. and uh, it was uh, pretty good stuff. And how, how, what a great uh, voice that Bob Prince has. Yeah. And, of course, I've watched it many times since. I think Uke was but, there, uh, too, right? Bob Uker? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Bob Uker, would you love to meet him? I've never met him. What a but, guy. That's yeah. one, one of the funniest Hall of Fame speeches I ever heard was Bob Uker's Hall of Fame speech. Yeah, that wasn't that. Terrific. He did a great job. But, you know, hey, uh, Mark the Bird Fidridge played a big role in the very first fantasy camp. Look at that. He he was our, uh, the fantasy campers, just imagine this, the fantasy campers manager, Mark Fidridge. So the first camp, 1984, how can that be, uh, around the 1968 championship team, K-Line, Horton, Lolich, the whole group, we had them all in Florida, incredible. And um, we brought Fidridge in on Thursday. Now, we didn't even, Jim Price and I, we didn't tell anybody. Wow. He was our secret guest awesome. coming in to manage wow. the team. The place went crazy. When the bird came, you know, I mean, you got K-Line, Lowledge, Horton, the whole 68 Jeez. team. And, of course, the guys were in love with those guys. But when Fidridge came out that Friday morning, it was unbelievable. Okay. And I introduced him as the manager of the Fantasy Camp team Saturday's game in Martian Stadium. And he was vintage bird. He was just phenomenal. He made great friends with everybody at camp. And I have to tell you real quickly, 
uh, the, believe it or not, in this game, right, there were 5,000 people in Martian Stadium, which was a little below what it held in 1984, because it's been redone twice. But we had the lead. This is hard to believe, Jess. But we had the lead. A guy hit a grand slam <laughs> off a low ledge oh. <laughs> in the first inning. A miracle home run. The only guy we had in camp, I think, under the age of 30. It's a grand slam off a Lolich. And of course, you got to remember 1984. You know, Lolich had only been retired for about four years, five years. Jeez. And oh my God, we held that lead for about three innings, and Fidridge was going nuts. He couldn't help it. He had to go in the game and pitch. Okay? <laughs> so you know, when I'm lobbing it up there, and I pitched in that game at you know 70 miles an hour. Oh, I'm being generous. 54 miles an hour. Uh, some of those former Tigers couldn't hit me. But sure. when he came in there and he's throwing 80, they're pounding them. <laughs> they got all kinds of hits off of them. And we ended up losing the game. But he had to go in and pitch. He was so excited. And he came back to several fantasy camps, and uh, we just um, we just loved having him. He, oh, he was man. terrific. And, of course, uh Watching a bit of that game last night uh, and uh, the way the fans reacted to him, uh, he was just, uh, he was magical. One one of a kind, you, well, without a doubt. Yeah, you get, so. the, get the feeling watching him pitch that he was living his childhood dream. Yeah. I mean, he was just a kid was, in a candy store. It was pleasure. Just oh, pleasure. Sure. Do you know in Never. 76, he, com- he pitched. 24 complete games. Jeez. Wow. And we ask why, what happened to his arm. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. 19 and 24. 9. Yeah. Almost won yeah, 20 he, games. Rookie of the year. Easy. Yeah. Two yeah. times Didn't he All-Star. Did he start the All-Star game, too? He did. Yeah. He was in the All-Star wow. game. Uh, he was Rookie of the Year. 234 ERA with a 10, well, we'll call it a 108 whip. Man. Wow. Now, Jerry, uh, you got to know him over the years, obviously. What Back when he was pitching, and it was, it was only for a short time, were, were the other players, the players, the opposing players, were they, did he get under their skin or did they understand that this guy is, you know, he's just like a kid out there. He's not trying to show him up, in other words. Well, I, I, I think they loved him. Yeah. I, I mean, uh, Roseman's best favorite player. I mean, he just was crazy about them. They were they were great friends. They lived together. Uh, and uh, Jason Thompson was really, really uh, tight with them. All of them, everyone that I, that I talked to. And, you know, if you, some of these uh, Tiger stories, you'll hear Rusty uh, Staub, one of, one of your New York guys, uh, quoted of course. about, uh, not a Yankee, but... Uh, how much he liked uh, the bird. So I don't think I don't think he he got under their skin. I think uh, you know he he was a special treat. Uh, he put a lot of people into the stands, and uh, you know that was not a uh, a great time in uh, Tiger history. We were just starting to make our little comeback that uh, Sparky took over in '79, and uh, I think that the bird was gone already by then. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, you know, I think the guys liked him a lot. And the other thing was the the sixty eights that were at fantasy camp enjoyed him being there so much. He was he's just he's like one of the campers. I mean, he just 
he's just a, a riot. And uh, I think everybody got along with him really, really well. And he's a very special, special guy. He's just a regular, regular guy. I don't know if he would fit in today's game. As sad as that is, can you imagine? You know these guys that they get so upset at if you pitch them inside or you're trying to show them up if you pump your fist, you know, like Valverde used to do, and all, all of those. I just don't know if he'd fit in today's game, which is sad to me, to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. It might be a little different story with uh, today's ball players, but you know, um, they're all pretty much, I think, uh, pretty regular guys, and we've really put a lot of emphasis. On guys who played with the Tigers, uh, say on the 2016, and I mean they're the they're great guys. They they really are fantastic guys. Uh, Craig Monroe, you know, just a regular guy. Mike Maroth, uh, Robinson. I mean, we've really been blessed to to get these guys into the program. Placido, Polanco. Uh, they're they're very much into it. Jim Leland's coming to camp next year. Nice. Um, we're going to bring a lot of the 06 guys uh, back to uh, kind of celebrate. Can you believe that will be the start of the 15th man. anniversary year of the 2016? Wow. <laughs> we love that team, man. Here we, I mean, that, that team we fell in love with, and it's a, it's a sin that they had to wait a week to play that World Series because I think they really it would have been a different – Different series if they had played two days after they after they beat the A's that year. Oh, isn't that true? They had the best team. No doubt. That was such a shame. It Boy, is an uh, absolute shame. That was a big turning point in their in the Tigers' march to being a great team was yep. getting Pudge. That made a he big started difference. It. We big were all difference. like, "What the hell is he coming here for?" I, mean, I remember asking them, and you know yeah. what? He he helped. He put us on the map. And you know where I was when they when they signed Pudge. Fantasy camp. I was at fantasy yeah. camp. I was at fantasy yeah. camp with Jerry Lewis. There you go. Do you do you remember? You may not remember this. Trammell was at that camp. Yep. And he had to leave early. And he said, "I have to go back to Detroit." And he says, "I'll tell you this in secret, but don't tell anybody. We're signing Pudge Rodriguez." Wow. And he had to leave to go back for that. That's great. <laughs> Did you keep the secret, Jerry? Hey, telephone, telegraph, hello, Lewis. Come on. I love Kitty. it, man. Jerry Lewis joins us, uh, Detroit, Detroit Tigers fantasy camp director. For how many years now? Uh, since 1996, officially for the Tigers, and 37 years that I've been running the camp. Nice. Jerry, wow. I've, met some, I've met some great people there. But, you know, when I – you were talking about players that were there that you really enjoyed this year. Uh, you had Nate Roberts in there, and I just love that guy. And gum time. Yeah, I don't know that he'd remember, even gum remember me, but I had some. <laughs> I was sitting in the Holiday Inn and just I talked to him for about an hour. I just had a great time talking with him about being a lefty yeah, pitcher. That, that I think we had Nate when you were there. He was a current ball player. Yeah, yeah, we did that for quite a while. We brought guys that were on the team cool. uh, to camp. And then when he retired and he lives in Omaha, uh, it was simple when I talked to him. And Maroth, we had Maroth, too, to uh, to come to camp. And Nate's one of our most uh, popular uh, guys. Hey, here's something, and I don't mean to, to, to talk that much about fantasy. Oh, camp, talk all you no, want about it. That's why we have you. I just think this is really cute. You know, 
the guys they they tend to to, to meet their buddies at camp, and you came back many times, and, hey, I want to play with X and Y and Z because I met them at camp, and we want to play together again. And they practically picked their own teams. Well, now, over the years, I got the managers, the former Tigers, doing the same thing. They're, they're picking who they want to manage <laughs> with. And, you know, I can't say no to these guys. And Monroe and Robinson always manage together. And they've got about eight to ten guys that play on their team every year. And they're great friends. And uh, it's, it's amazing. And last year, we, uh, we had Brandon Inge for the first time. And he was fantastic. <laughs> he fit right in. So I put him with Dan Petrie. I mean, oh, you can't a great get... Guy. <laughs> right? You we can't get peaches. a better guy. Because no. you want to make sure Inge has a phenomenal time and petrie is so into it so already they're both calling me they got to manage together again next year <laughs> i love it hey i, w- I want to ask you something jerry out of all the tv radio guys that you've had there visiting who who can you tell me was the best wow the best player all the TV, yeah the, the tv best. radio guys that, that have visited well him. we had gibson so he was no you, you don't know, count him <laughs> I'm talking about the regular Joe Schmoes that are on the radio, like a morning show guy or a or an ESPN like reporter. Hathaway. Yeah, Maz. No, I remember Jay Crawford from ESPN was at my oh fantasy my camp. God. That you guy, there when he was there. He, yep, he could play, man. He could he play. He was absolutely unbelievable how he could hit the ball. Yep. Yeah, uh, Jay Crawford became a a great friend, and uh, you know, uh, Warden ended up. Uh, on, on a show with him. Yeah, cold, cold pizza, yeah. Yeah, cold pizza. That was incredible. The the uh, the gal who is the producer of the show calls me and says that uh, they want to send a guy to camp and, you know, to film a segment. And uh, she picked us only because she was raised in Bloomfield Hills nice. or Michigan or something. Sweet. And what a fun and fun uh, time that was! Yeah, Jay Jay Crawford was a great great ball player. You know, uh, he could he could play really really well. Hey, there's a lot of the guys that could uh, uh, play well that we've had. Oh God, we I, I, I tell you, you wouldn't believe this going way back to Jerry Green. Oh, I love Jerry Mr. Green. Green, he what a great guy. Oh, I love still, him. Still still kicking. And he doing is. Well. You know, he's what still the sole survivor. That had been to every single Super Bowl in yeah. the NFL, Un- Jerry Green. Unreal, yeah. yeah. And and uh, he could. He, he, his big thing was uh, hitting off of Jack Morris. <laughs> nice. <laughs> he, he loved uh, he loved Jack Morris. And uh, when when uh, I mean, I'm telling too many stories, let me know. But Pat Caputo of all people, that? who I, looked like the last guy on earth that ever played baseball, he he wanted to bat against Petrie. And he, he, he could hit the ball. Nice. He could hit the ball really well. So, you know, and we've had a lot of a lot of those guys. Good. I had forgotten almost about uh, Jay Crawford. Got your memory going way. again. Oh, Absolutely. yeah. Yeah, he's in Cleveland. I have had some communication with him over cool. the years. and uh, He was in Tampa, Florida at one time. So, yeah, he's, he's pretty cool. And there's a, you know, we, we have been, we've done so many of, of the camps in Tiger Stadium and Comerica. It was unbelievable some of the people, 
especially in Tiger Stadium when we did those camps, that could hit the ball in the upper deck. Mm-hmm. And and one of them had, had told me he had a pretty good minor league career with Cleveland, and then there was a couple guys who hit the ball in uh, uh, when we did the home run derby, so to speak, in Tiger Stadium uh, in left field, and they're hitting off of campers. I mean, they're not hitting off of somebody that could throw uh-huh. the ball. But, uh, rare in Comerica for a camper to, to hit the ball. Oh, God, there. that's, that's a tough sure. park. That's a tough part. Jerry, oh, Jerry, just yeah. so anybody who might be listening that might consider going to fantasy camp needs to know, you don't have to be a great ball player. You don't have to be able to hit home runs because <laughs> very you few could, people you do. You play like me and go to fantasy camp. <laughs> I, I, have, I have one camp story to tell you. Uh, Tom brought up, or you brought up, uh, Kirk Gibson. Gibson was at a camp, where, and it might have been that one where Trammell was, and he's doing a clinic on base running. <laughs> And he's teaching all these old guys like me what to do when you round third and the catcher is about to get the ball at the plate. <laughs> and he says, and he takes his forearm and shows you how to put it under the catcher's chin. He says, you give him the flipper. Uh, get that mask off. <laughs> I love it. And I'm thinking Pat Borders, right? Yeah. He did that. He, anyway. Uh, Can't do it anymore. What a great memory, though. What a great memory. That was a great uh, base running a clinic he gave. He, and, uh, you know, everybody down there just enjoyed being with the guys, enjoyed being with us, and, and teaching us stuff. I learned stuff there yeah. I use today, and I use with the kids yeah. I coach. Hey, Jerry, you know, we are out of time, man. Cool. Give, Thank give you us your, so give, much for the phone number for again. having me on. I enjoyed we, it. We Tom, love it, Jerry. so good to hear your voice again. Back at you, Jerry. Give us that number yeah. again so people can hook up with you. 313 471 550. Hey, thanks, Thank Jerry. You. Love you. Guys, you. Stay See you, buddy. Guys. Love you. Be well, Stay Jerry. Well, Jerry. Uh, thanks, pal. Appreciate that. Take care. Thank Bye-bye. You. Jerry Lewis. Jerry Lewis. Fantasy camp That's director right. for the Tigers. Give Listen. him a call. Jess is a monster. Give Jess a call. He, he'll talk <laughs> you through it. Uh, <laughs> I was thanks. just a coach, man. And thank you, Angel <laughs> and David. This is Jess Monticello saying, let's play two.